Ready to take on a leadership role at your workplace? With an online master's in organizational leadership from Gonzaga University, you'll become a leader who inspires, builds teams, and affects positive change. Visit gonzaga.edu slash lead. Time to take a deep breath, a little deeper, and settle in with your host, Spa and Wellness Director Genesee, starting right now on the Wellness Hour on Karma Radio. Welcome to your Wellness Hour brought to you by Inn and Spa Walden. Here's your 30-second rundown on how the Wellness Hour works. Like any good story, we have a beginning, middle, and end. The beginning of the show will review what has been, meaning we will take an exciting, deeper look at some of our lecture topics that ran the previous week at Walden. The middle will include what is happening now. Here we will tap into the energy of the present moment and see collectively what is surrounding all of us at this time. The end will give a sneak peek into what's to come, who's up next week, and what wellness activities are available for you to enjoy in the weeks to come. So let's twist time and start this hour in the past. Here we go. Welcome to another Friday. Yes, it's a beautiful sunny day. Okay, Emily, your voice is low. Talk. Hello? Can you hear me now? I can. I'm going to have to turn your volume way up. <laughs> Deep voice. Let's see. Hi, Emily. How are you this morning? Good. How are you, Tennessee? Good. I feel like it's... Yeah, I feel like it's still a little low. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, Keep going. There we go. Okay. There Perfect. we go. Now there you're starting. Okay. <laughs> Welcome. We're so excited to have everybody here. You know what I think it is? I think it's this background echo that we're getting. Uh, okay. <laughs> so driving in today, I had a really um, amazing experience with some UVB radiation. Mm. <laughs> what is that? UVB. So UVA and UVB, and I'm going to really trying to tap into Genesee from 15 years ago. I used to teach, this used to be my life. I used to teach spa industry professionals about, uh, about everything and anything, skincare, right? All mm-hmm. of this stuff. I don't remember hardly any of it now, <laughs> but uh, as I was driving in, we had amazing, I, I was in the car and I could feel, so UVB radiation is the, the sun rays that are the burning rays. UVA mm-hmm. is the aging rays, right? Okay. And so when you can actually feel the warmth of the sun, you're getting UVB radiation. <laughs> so, we're <burning. laughs> so we're burning and I love it. <laughs> Being somebody who used to live in California, I'd get UVB radiation all the time and you'd hate it because you get your skin would actually get the hot right (laughs) and so being in Ohio and not having that that throughout the last six months or four months or it feels like a year at this point it's so nice and I went UVB radiation give me more Uh, so all of my skincare buddies from 15 years ago, don't listen. That's inappropriate. We used to teach against that. Wear your SPF 30. No higher than 30, guys. Anything higher than 30 is just uh, is sensitizing to the skin. Since we're all in UVB radiation now, all over. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. All right. So welcome to another beautiful Friday. It is glorious here in Ohio. So beautiful. I don't. I think we're supposed to get rain again soon, but we're going to live in the present moment. Mm-hmm. Or as the intro said, let's twist time and go to the past. So at Walden, we haven't really had any lectures this past week, which yeah, is no. a rarity because we typically have at least two or three each week, but sometimes in the beginning week or the ending week. We have a lot, and then towards the end, it kind of dwindles down. Yeah, so um, I feel like we're still getting feedback or something. Anyways, so there we go. Uh, so we didn't have anything really. Rondolin had a really cool. Oh, yeah, um, you went to that. Yeah, she wasn't with Walden. It was with the mustard seed, which uh, I hope every state, every city has a um, 
a store, grocery store, health food, food, health food store that's as amazing as Mustard Seed. Um, they they have such unbelievable standards for the food and the products they bring into their store, and they've mm-hmm. been doing this for. Uh, Abraham, the son of the owners, was at the lecture that Rondolin was giving on Wednesday. And um, I think it's, I'm going to say, I know for sure it's over 20 years they've been in existence. That's amazing. Right? And so, and he said some um, thing to the audience in the beginning. And he said, we used to be the weird kids on the block that people (laughs) thought were eating twigs and berries. And he goes, now Amazon just acquired whole. Foods and yeah, it's so amazing oh, to see it's that. Amazing. Have you ordered anything from them? I'm. We all were so excited when we found out that Amazon. Oh yeah, I, and I'm Foods. not a big Whole Food person. It's a little overpriced. I like the mustard oh, seed. It's really? more local. Yeah, they were but. talking about, um, you know, oh my gosh. So Rondlin did a lecture, a two-hour lecture on toxins, and it was focused around a book that um, I think she studied in Oregon at one of the most um, renowned naturopathic schools of medicine mm-hmm. um, around. And one of the uh, main doctors or men who created, or I don't know if he's affiliated with that school, um, he wrote a book and it was all about doing this like toxic dump right and about Mm -hmm. where we're getting all these toxins and why we're so sensitive to toxins nowadays as compared to just you know 10 years ago or or what it was um and so she did this whole whole oh my gosh i mean i was i was it's one of those things where you're almost like in shock of everything that's mm-hmm. toxic in your life. Yeah. Um, and and one of the things is like lipstick, right? Women, I'm wearing this bright, <laughs> let me look into the camera, this bright maroon lipstick. Red. Yeah. And uh, like so many um, c- companies or not companies, but um, specific brands, not brands, um, I want to say genre. How do you say this word? Uh, like lipstick, cosmetics, right? You've mm-hmm. got cosmetics, you've got cleaners, you've got clothes. So all these different industries, they have yeah. different labeling requirements. And um, the EU in Europe basically has banned so much, and, and America still has yet to ban a lot yeah, of this stuff. So And they don't so have bad. to even list it on the product ingredients. So like lead is still in lipstick and she was just saying everything and I'm like checking the box like oh god here we go here's another thing I can't do that I can't do that and you just feel like I don't know I have to go live in nature for a year to actually (laughs) detox all the toxins that are coming in anyway so it was it was an uplifting lecture (laughs) that'll be posted um we'll have that posted I couldn't even recap I mean, I'm not smart enough to recap everything she was talking about. It was phenomenal. But her and Abraham, the son of um, the proprietors of Mustard Seed. Sounds like such a like good duo. Abraham oh, and Rondolin. And Rondolin, yeah. They were great. Yeah. So, I mean, they're both such uh, nice, genuine, just care completely about people and their well-being and want to make sure people have the correct information to make educated decisions. Mm -hmm. I know. I love going to the mustard seed in the little medicine area (laughs) and looking at all their herbs and everything, all their supplements. Yeah. So cool. That's where I bought my uh, body brush. You're going to, you're going to body brush. (laughs) I bought it. I was just talking to you about Karen. Oh, Yes. So um, I'll I'll just say it. So I did cool sculpting, uh-huh. and that's it freezes uh, the fat cells, and then basically your body just eliminates. Uh-huh. And um, and so we're going on uh, going to Puerto Vallarta. So I have to get. We're saying we have to get Mexi sexy. <laughs> so I chose I chose the uh, the fast forward version of Mexi sexy and did cool sculpting, and um, and so one of the things that I guess the the fat cells once they freeze and then basically your body just starts dumping it, but they go through the lymphatic system, yeah, which that's what I, you were saying. Yeah, so I didn't cool. I didn't even know. Yeah. And so, and I'd been body brushing and I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Cause body brushing, 
I mean, gosh, the it, list like, the benefits. It pushes out all your toxins. Uh, it creates good flow of your blood. It's like getting a massage daily yeah. if you're doing it. And you're supposed to do it right before you go into a rest phase. So they mm-hmm. say doing it before sleep is the best thing. And I realized um, I bought one for our upstairs bedrooms, which are my two children. <laughs> and I bought one for my husband and I. And I realized that when it was not right in my closet right next to my clothes so when I got dressed and undressed I wouldn't do it every yeah. day so it's like a right on my clothes hamper it's so funny that you say it. it's right in my closet oh right yeah when you open the door yeah I see yeah it. yeah exactly yeah. I hide it from my kids because they love it so much I'm such a bad I'm so bad I try so hard as a working mom I try so hard but I'm just so tired at night sometimes and they go you can hear I'm sure my husband laughs you can hear him go mom will you brush me <laughs> i know right oh I, that's so cute it's so sweet i'm i'm gonna give myself a better score than i should i do it 75 percent of the time <laughs> and it's so easy yeah. it's like flip flip yeah. <laughs> and they laugh like my one oh my gosh anyways so invest in a okay if you take anything from today get a dry brush get a dry brush <laughs> and two so people especially women who struggle with the tiny milia which yeah, are like the, I used to have those yeah the little bumps the little reddened bumps that go on the back of the arms is a place or mm-hmm. around the knees um sometimes around the hip or like glute area yeah. any kind of uh, it kind of looks like acne but it's not acne any irritation bumps or anything like that it is phenomenal because mm-hmm. it number one is detoxing and moving things through better your lymphatic system yeah. but then too it's also helping to exfoliate the skin and mm-hmm. it's helping your own natural sebum production your oil production yeah so it's so, nice. it's so phenomenal it's so and it's easy it's so when easy. it's in your closet and it's so cheap oh. you don't have to really buy it again yeah yeah all right so that's our just our go to mustard seed and get yourself a body brush or go to your local whole foods or amazon or amazon. amazon amazon has everything we do not get paid for advertisements although we should start <laughs> so emily tell me a little bit about your process so this is the the best part of this week we don't have a lot to have to review tonight we have astrology with mm-hmm. diane trimbath she's going to come in and do a Next month is May, so she's going to come yes. in and do a May review. But besides that, we didn't. We had a clean and clear week. Yeah, we did. So we could have just have fun. Yep. <laughs> okay, so I want to know about you. I want to know more about you and your process because, as we've kind of discussed, whether you've been listening since the beginning or if you're just tuning in for the first time today, <laughs> um, you oh, tell us a little bit about your process. So this, of course, is a show. That we dive deeper into the metaphysical or or what people would consider like the more unseen spiritual side of life, right? Mm-hmm. The consciousness that people start to seek at specific times in life. And so tell me a little bit about you and what what triggered you and have you always been somebody who's kind of thought about this unseen world? Yeah, so... Um, I really, I haven't really thought a lot about the unseen world until I actually started at Walden uh-huh. and I learned about the chakras, never knew about them before. Um, but, uh, since my Nana got cancer in October, I've kind of dived deeper into learning a lot of, uh, metaphysical things and about your mind and your body and how you could heal yourself from the within in your mind. And, um, it's so amazing and I follow in love with it and I've learned so many things and I love researching things now. <laughs> so tell us so you started and at Walden you didn't have and this is interesting um, at Walden there wasn't like a crisis moment that mm-hmm. that puts you into I need to understand this now right. it was just kind of a part of your reality you yeah. kind of had your toe dipped into that yeah. reality or there's something that Genesis trying to create <laughs> called chakras and it's energy based and oh that's fun and it's colorful yeah but what's it really mean to me right yeah yeah, yeah. and so and that's and this is interesting because Hope uh, she did a lecture two weeks ago on um, beginners healing techniques or healing techniques for the beginner mm-hmm. and so our beginners class at Walden are always um, really just kind of 
explaining what the concept is and then we typically will do an intermediate class that starts to dive deeper and so in her beginners class the really interesting thing that she did with everybody who came was she said what was your crisis moment mm-hmm. and um and that's it was really interesting to me um in maybe metaphysical or esoteric terms we would call this your spiritual emergency mm-hmm. so everybody who and i shouldn't say everybody um most everybody uh, can pinpoint uh, something that triggered them to expand their awareness beyond just the human existence, meaning what's that mean to you? Like the human existence, just living life. Yeah, there's more beyond that. Like um, just just uh, you can't live life day to day. There's more beyond that thinking, the mind. You could heal yourself. Um, there's a past and mm-hmm. a present and a future. So you could. <laughs> yeah. So you can go beyond that. Yes. And so there's this moment where um, where a lot of people start their journey. Mm-hmm. And what I originally understood this term, and I don't know if it's a, a psychology term or not. I think it is. <laughs> spiritual emergency but it has this double meaning right so it is like the time when you're in 911 emergency because yeah. everything's breaking down around you right the veil mm-hmm. of the what we keep saying the human existence or this you know I'm going to wake up clock in to my life do what I'm supposed to do do the routine and then get home, clock out, and then just veg out, and that's life, yeah. right? So there's this point where a lot of people get triggered mm-hmm. by, and she called it the crisis moment, or we're calling it now, same thing, the spiritual emergency, when mm-hmm. you, basically your world stops, and you now take this look at what have I created? Right. What do I have? Who am I? What am I? And then you start, once you kind of look at that and see what you've created, then you go, okay, what's my purpose? Yeah. Like, if this is happening to me, and then you start having these more profound experiences with life. You're, you're saying everything that happened to me. <laughs> okay, so tell, so tell us, because I think it's helpful for people. And this was, I watched it happen in Hope's class. I watched people share yeah. their crisis moment and they were they were being clued in on in a deeper way oh uh-huh. validation because that's the hardest part of a spiritual emergency or when yeah. you start to step into this pond yeah. <laughs> the bigger pond of of the reality or of what's being created it's it's confusing it is as confusing as can mm-hmm. be and we call this midlife crisis too for all of you who in your and we can go into that in a minute but so tell tell us what happened then for you yeah so i was i was just living day to day not even worrying a care in the world just working going home playing with my dog super happy yeah you happy very, yeah and then all of a sudden my my nana i live with her she's like my mom and she finds out that she has cancer and she's she has six months to live that's what the doctors diagnosed her with Mm -hmm. and uh, my whole world changed I started researching and I found such passion in something and I didn't have that before I didn't go to college or anything Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do yet and now that I've got like seen all this stuff that I've learned had experience life experience experience Uh um I, I have a passion, and mm-hmm. I don't know where that's leading yet, uh, but... That's the, that's the beauty. So, and this is interesting, because there's something that, um, and I've changed how I teach this, but there's something very interesting about the expansion process. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you, the expansion process? Yeah. So, as we wake up, as we have our spiritual emergency, our crisis moment, oh, the midlife crisis, whatever you want to call all these things, mm-hmm. when you have that happen to you this breaking point of you can no longer just be the human that's clocking and clocking out and you start to step into this world where it's like there is so much more interacting not only with me through me but by me and for me Mm -hmm. right and so in that moment you wake up and then you start to question and so the really interesting thing that um because i look at people as different energy bodies and I've said that before here we have physical bodies emotional bodies mental spiritual cause all of these different planes of existence Mm -hmm. that we start expanding into and so there's a really interesting um, teachable moment where we have a subjective and an objective 
connection to things. And so as humans, we're always engaged in three different planes of existence. So the, um, and I'm, I have a book here that explains it really well. They, um, they have what, uh, they label these uh, different co- states of consciousness. There's a primitive stage, there's uh, enlightened stage, there's a civilized stage, there's a developmental stage, and they kind of tell where most humans are within these stages of consciousness mm-hmm. or these planes of existence or reality, yeah. understanding expansion. And so there's this ability to be uh subjective and uh, have subjective connections to your reality and then objective connections to your reality and so what happens is as humans we're always engaged in three different planes of existence so we're born into this world with the ability to connect to our physical body our emotional body and our mental body Mm -hmm. which i don't think anybody would disagree with we all have an understand well we all have emotions (laughs) maybe not understand them completely mental field we all have thought forms and know that there's a thinking brain and we know Mm -hmm. when there's the repetition of the egoic brain that's talking and self-talking and all this stuff it's list forming it's you know constantly trying to control reality and then we have this intuitive brain that you can think of it like the dreaming brain or the the co-creating brain or this brain that's kind of uh, the daydreamer, right? That mm-hmm. kind of brings things in and we don't know why or thought forms come in and we go, oh, why am I thinking about that? And then we, of course, have our physical body, which everybody <laughs> everybody knows and has, hopefully, at this point in this, <laughs> in this uh, phase of life. And so we have, and like you explained, when you started working at Walden, and this is how it happens, people. So you will start to have a subjective... Um, awareness with things and then it becomes objective and this is how this is how the process works think of it as a ladder so if we think of our our expansion the spiritual emerging the spiritual emergency as we think of ourselves growing in consciousness Mm -hmm. or we call this the enlightenment right so think of yourself on a ladder and emily you're starting at the bottom of the ladder right coming out of high school or you were still in high school (laughs) you chose to step onto this ladder you had intact you were um, on the ladder and could access the physical body the emotional body and the mental body and Mm -hmm. that's where your world was right yeah and so as you're holding on to the ladder you choose to have a job at Walden Mm -hmm. and then this is where a subjective there was you were putting yourself in an environment that was teaching facilitating grounding energy work mm-hmm. and consciousness that was metaphysical esoteric things that were beyond your knowing at that point yeah you were immersing yourself into that into that place mm-hmm. and so subjectively there were things that would maybe be said by um a co-worker or you went to a training about root chakra or something mm-hmm. and you heard something and it kind of triggered you like oh that's an interesting thought yeah root chakra connects to family and to the present moment and grounding and when the root chakra is not balanced we don't you know we're having bad relationships or you know there's all these you know um, analogies that come up with different spiritual practices and so being in that environment you were subjectively hearing things and getting things that were kind of making impressions on you but you didn't know exactly why so this is this Mm -hmm. is subjective is also the like subconscious right it's kind of these things that are going on internal internal questioning internal things that are happening and then the objective consciousness happens when we start to actually have things happen in our reality and they become a permanent fixture in our environment and Mm -hmm. so things always happen to us subjectively first and then we will then have an objective and this is how we're climbing the ladder so we climb the ladder up and your you know your physical body then you climb up to the emotional so here we go shock and awe nana gets cancer Mm -hmm. now you're in this emotional you're just totally broken Mm -hmm. right nothing's right everything seems wrong and why is this happening now and you go through the the whole scale of emotional reality so now you're having this objective 
connection. It's in your environment, and you've climbed the ladder. Now you're here. You're having an objective reality with this emotional field. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we can get stuck in this, and we, we then just live in a grief state, or we live in the jealousy state or the anger state or whatever, and people don't understand that this is just... Now, this is your environment because it's showing you what you're carrying in this body, in this plane, in this realm, right? Mm -hmm. And then from there, we go to the mental field. So as you start to clear and understand and have a flow of your energetic body in this now objective or this clear reality, your environment that you're living in, then you start to tap into the subjective qualities of the mental field, Mm -hmm. right? And that's what you said. So you started to read and research and understand how the brain worked. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit. So what'd you do when you were having a subjective? So these thought forms and things were coming in that triggered you to start implementing them and Mm -hmm. working with them and, um, I fell in love with them. <laughs> They're so amazing. <laughs> the things that I've learned and um, just like how uh, the one thing that really struck me the most was frequencies and how oh. just like listening to them mm-hmm. can like rebuild your DNA mm-hmm. and all kinds of things. And so I started playing that through the house and it was just, it even relaxed me to the point points of where I could actually lay down and meditate for a few minutes too. Mm. And so I just... I started to immerse myself in meditation and... Um, so you started studying the mind, the body, how yeah. everything was working. Yeah. And then um, and then through that, you discovered that there is this expansive new field of awareness, which is this mental body. And so by organizing your environment or those things in which you are having a connection to right an objective connection to a real physical tangible connection to so your environment you started doing things not only for yourself but for nana to put your mental state into a positive open clear and so this is where now you're climbing the ladder (laughs) and now you're in the mental field Uh and in the mental field that's where we start to really um see or um when we have this conscious or objective awareness of our mental field we become very aware of everything that we had believed in um maybe that was limiting um patterns things that self-talk all these things that are happening in this mental arena Mm -hmm. that are then allowing us to feel a certain way and having a a physical attachment to that in our reality definitely and so now you're in this objective fun reality in the mental so you're climbing the ladder Uh (laughs) and so what what uh what do you believe what do you think what are you starting to have a subjective connection to now like what kind of things are coming into your field so um just listening to like some of the lectures at walden Mm -hmm. with the mental i've started to incorporate the i am approach into things that i do and with nana Uh and so um that i've noticed has like a big change in how we react to things and our happiness so um, tell me more about that so like when we're feeling when we're feeling down or um thinking that we can't like fight this journey Ah, uh, when you're getting into the negative thought patterns yes Uh uh-huh uh we say like i can do this i'm amazing i don't have cancer i'm going to be an amazing beautiful woman i'm going to build so many things i'm a great mother a great daughter Mm -hmm. so you're changing the programming yes Mm -hmm. you're changing the station yes yeah yeah and and that i never did before and i always thought people were like oh, that's so weird. Like, <laughs> no, that doesn't help. Self-talk. <laughs> and it helps so much. Yeah. It, it's so crazy. It's and it empowers you. Empowering, yeah. And yeah. it is one of those things where, you know, when we're having a subjective connection to these things, we go in and, uh, so I'm saying we go in and that to me means we're now going into this uh, understanding of what we're actually thinking day in day out mm-hmm. and when you first start tapping into it it is weird yeah and and you catch yourself but you catch yourself and it's a you know some people it's a slower process than others but when you put focused awareness 
on any of these different planes of existence or Mm -hmm. bodies, when I put focused awareness on my emotions, my emotions no longer have control over me. It's not a, it's not a perpetual cycle. That's just playing out like a record on repeat over and over. Mm -hmm. I'm having an actual awareness that I don't like when I feel guilty. And Mm -hmm. so when I feel guilty, I'm going to stop everything I'm doing, separate myself from it and ask the question, why am I, why am I experiencing guilt right now? And then it allows you to open up more fully into seeing how this pattern is playing out. Mm -hmm. And so in the mental field, same thing. I don't like that. I'm, I'm living a negative mental construct, right? Right. It's not it's not healthy and it doesn't feel good. I don't like talking bad about myself. I don't like putting myself down. I don't, you know, it's limiting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so so it is. It's but I know when you climb that ladder and you're going up into the mental field, it's like, "Oh god, what's this really going to do?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to tell myself I love myself every day in the mirror. It, it sounds so silly when you're having a subjective connection to it because yeah. it's things that are moving through you are really trying to analyze and this is where a lot of people get stuck mm-hmm. on the ladder yeah and they don't keep climbing the ladder because this, and this is they say um people who talk about angels or guides or ascended masters all these things that are here are collectives that are here helping us guiding us all this stuff they talk about um you know them empowering us and giving us the the strength to achieve or climb higher, expand more, but it's really in, and that like there's tests that happen. Have you heard this in, in the enlightenment process that we get tested Mm -hmm. all the time and it's never anything outside of your own limiting processes. You're never being tested by masters, angels, guardian, whatever you want to call it, your God, whatever you want to call it. It's always an internal test that's saying, am I ready Mm -hmm. to expand myself and to have complete trust and belief in what I'm creating? Yeah. And so that's the whole thing. Do I am I'm climbing the ladder? And then you get to that next ceiling and it's like, oh God, now I have to tell myself I have to love myself every day (laughs) and and I'm beautiful when I walk by the mirror and look at myself and wink and like say, you're so gorgeous. (laughs) It's weird. It sounds weird. And that's a, that would be the next ceiling, right? Am I going to make my mental field a part of my objective reality? Am Mm -hmm. I going to pull everything that's coming through my mental field and make this a part of my objective, my environment, right? Am I going to engage with it in the way I want to not only engage with things outside of myself, but engage with things on an internal way. Right. Right. And so that's, this is the process of enlightenment continuing to climb that ladder. And when you get to the next phase, and this is where so many people going back to Julie's talk, um, and she did the, um, intermediate class for intuition, developing Mm -hmm. intuition and talks about, it's all about trust. And it's the hardest concept. It's Mm -hmm. a root chakra concept, which if you know chakras, that's like the beginner's level. (laughs) And this is where we ride these sine waves. Do you know what that that means? So the sine Mm -hmm. waves are these up and down cycles. So it goes like this. It's like a wave that goes from the bottom to the top and comes back down to the bottom, goes back to the top. So life is a cycle of the the low lows and the high highs. And as uh, constantly evolving human somebody on a spiritual seeking quest Mm -hmm. you're going to ride these waves of of i say root chakra to crown chakra and then you're going to go back down to root chakra and so root chakra is all about establishing we were just talking about both of us cleaning our houses this past week so objective reality of root chakra is re it's re-establishing your foundation anytime you want to clean and purge your house at Typically, you're going on root chakra. Uh, <laughs> the grounding. The grounding energy. And um, and so when you do this kind of experience of root to crown, as you move higher and higher on the ladder, mm-hmm. your environment gets lighter and lighter and more clear. You see the crown chakra is all about 
the wisdom, the purpose, mm-hmm. what what the goal at the end, the light at the end of the tunnel, that's crown chakra. And so as we ride this sine wave through root, yeah, heavy, but establishing foundation, creating this next platform to grow from, and then you get to the very top. Everybody hates then when you hit the sine wave, now you're going down the roller coaster back and down. you have to go back down to root chakra and do it all over again. Yeah. But from a new perspective that's the thing every time we do these kind of waves and a wave can happen completely in in an entire day you could go from root to crown one 24-hour cycle you could do a root to crown experience reestablish yourself in a new reality and then have a complete epiphany moment about what what this next component of your purpose is Mm -hmm. and then the next day be down at root again and it's so sometimes hard for people to understand that that's just the process it's always this this cycle where we're constantly being asked to kind of rebuild ourselves so climbing the ladder (laughs) back to the ladder so the interesting thing mental so as we get, so as humans, as we get into this, uh, so this is the first triad of existence, right? The physical, emotional, mental. As you start to have a subjective, um, or excuse me, an objective re, uh, connection to your mental field. So tell me what that means to you. How would you explain an objective, objective. if you're having an ob- object, objective connection to your mental field? What kinds of things are you experiencing in life? Yeah, so... Um, Maybe that would be like when I saw those dimes yes. popping oh, up, good. So and good. I would come to you and I'd be like, Genesee, I found another dime." Yeah, and you you would just be like, "Well, where did you find it? What were you doing in that moment?" Yeah. You just gotta like What's take the dime it mean in. to What's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So synchronicities. Yes, I knew we were gonna talk about synchronicities <laughs> today. I knew it was gonna come up. Uh, so synchronicities. When you can be and synchronous. So tell me what your understanding of synchronicities are. It keeps happening for a reason and you just gotta go with it and yeah learn from something that it's showing you yeah so no coincidence mm-hmm. not nothing's coincidental if you can get it into the into the belief that nothing in this life is a coincidence that everything has purpose everything has meaning mm-hmm. you will start to understand the flow yeah. of your own life better because we're all these individual soul vibrations that have very unique expressions and individuality that we're creating but in that we're also connected to this this total flow of life and so what happens for you in dimes and your meaning of dimes could be totally different from Mm -hmm. if I saw a dime on the ground because when I see a dime on the ground I look at the number I look at the year (laughs) year. yeah I started doing that after you told me that maybe they're all the same year oh wouldn't that be cool (laughs) And so, but for you, the dime was a message. Yeah. So the, um, we heard from someone that the dime is a message from like my Nana's mother. Mm-hmm. And so I took that as like a sign. It's like, we're on the right path. Yeah. Cause it Validation. kept popping up in like certain point where we were like, oh, or when you were thinking about yes. something specific or getting into a negative yeah. thought process, you'd find the dime and it was like just one more step forward come on you can do it yeah yeah and so that's the thing and this is something um because again you know as soon as we start to understand and have this objective reality of our physical emotional and mental that that signals a a human on a on a conscious process right or an enlightenment um journey Mm -hmm. and so um having then and allowing your physical body, emotional body, and mental body to basically guide you in your environment, in your physical environment, allowing all of these things to not just perpetuate spins or cycles or patterns through you and you kind of get carried away with that, the emotion or the mental thought forms. When you can actually use those things objectively in your reality to help navigate what's happening to you, then um, then this is basically the the um, achieving of this kind of enlightenment journey, right? So if you're doing this, if you're experiencing this, you are on the path, you are on the journey. And that journey is so confusing. I say this all the time, and I don't want to, It's but it's as confusing as it can be. I yeah, mean, because definitely. it, again, it, and I was just telling somebody, an aunt this this morning, that 
you know, as soon as we start to move um, clearly through this first triad and we start to really work in harmony with our physical, emotional, and mental body, everything outside of this now become, becomes this unique soul journey. What you experience and what I experience, although we're, you and I work at the same place, we're in the same city, mm-hmm. you know, our lives are so completely different and what your purpose yeah. here is is although aligned and and connected to me it's a completely different purpose and signature than what mine is right and so as we continue to climb that ladder you know it's a very self-guided and self-validated journey and that's where it gets so confusing because if you have to keep trusting in everything that's coming through the next plane (laughs) of existence is called the unity plane Mm -hmm. Um, and in the unity plane this is where we start to reconcile all time space (laughs) which if you think of yourself as um, having a beginning and an end a birth and a death Mm -hmm. right Emily Daniels was born in 1995 and her death will take place 20 something right (laughs) and so that's Emily Daniels birth to death And so now in the unity plane, what you're being asked to have a subjective awareness on is that you are not just Emily Daniels birth to death here in this, in this existence right now, but Mm -hmm. that you are the the soul vibration, the purpose that you bring here. And you've had this in past lives, future lives. I mean, there's no past and future. It's all happening simultaneously, but you have thousands of on thousands of soul birth to death cycles, incarnational cycles mm-hmm. that have existed that are all wanting to become one single collective unit. And so this is the unity plane. And when we can, and you don't have to know, like I had an experience in 2015 where I actually was, I astral projected and, and, and went and saw a lot of these existences that I have had different lifetimes Mm -hmm. um, to teach me about what a lot of my purpose of this soul vibration of Genesee is here. Um, And it was a time to reconcile all those things into this one consciousness. So you don't have to have that. You don't have to know who I was on the planet X, <laughs> you know, when I was yeah. doing certain things in the Orion galaxy or whatever, or different human lifetimes. People say they were the king of Egypt or whatever, you know, it doesn't right. matter. Yeah. Um, because all of those things are coexisting in the same time space, the unity plane. Think of mm-hmm. unity as the oneness, right? So it's all accessible through your vibration right now because you are all of those things right and so that's in the unity plane the goal is to it's to bring reconciliation to all of those things in this one space and do you know how to do that not yet (laughs) no you do you just don't know so all you have to do is live authentically and that's that's the whole that's the whole kit and caboodle of spirituality if you can just live 100% authentically. Okay, mm-hmm. so we were just talking about this. I'm going to bring Nana up. <laughs> I think she's listening, too. Oh, good. Hi, Nana. Uh, get some sun for us. Uh, so the interesting thing here, we were just talking about her, Emily, <laughs> catching her doing something yeah. uh, that that Emily has a, uh, because of all her study with yeah. cancer research and and, and the human constructs around smoking. Mm-hmm. So Nana was a smoker. Yes. And, um, and through the process of, of being diagnosed with cancer, one of the things they told Nana she cannot do and she has to stop immediately to be on the, the health path, mm-hmm. the wellness path was to stop smoking. Right. And so, but this has been a part of Nana's, uh, her flow for a very long time. And we're not condoning, there's no positive, there's no negative here to anything in what we're saying but um but Emily just recently had got Nana smoking and she's she's been healthy and gotten so many good clean bills of health yeah um, lately and really on a beautiful progression away from the disease Mm -hmm. um and so she's smoking and this triggered Emily because Emily's done so much yeah 
research and mentally Emily's construct around smoking is like no you cannot you cannot smoking equals death in Emily's head (laughs) and for Nana smoking equals probably a release Mm -hmm. or happiness and indulgence right so as humans one of our beautiful qualities is we like to indulge in all I mean there's there's nothing here on earth that wasn't brought here specifically to align us to our divine potential. And right. so, oh, we're good. Okay. It says 18. Uh, so there, everything here, every, so we have to number one, trust. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. I'm getting into the trust again. We have to trust. And so we were talking about how do we find our authentic soul vibration. And the interesting thing is that before the show started, Emily and I were just chatting and, um, one of the things that I struggled with going through my spiritual evolution and clearing or finding more of my authentic self, my clear channel, as mm-hmm. I would call it, um, is I let go of a lot of things. You know, I, I became a vegetarian. Um, I do intermittent fasting. I stopped drinking alcohol. Some things I did because I thought it had a spiritual connotation. Some things I did because it just felt right. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to be vegetarian when I was younger, but had a mother that didn't believe in that, you know, or I didn't get a shot for myself. I didn't even know how to. Yeah. And so, you know, I would just, I, I didn't want to eat animals because I didn't like thinking I was eating the energy of another conscious thing Mm -hmm. um and so that became a staple for me and and it always felt right um and then there were other things drinking after pregnancy I I stopped drinking and then I tried drinking and it just never felt right so I just Mm -hmm. never did it again yeah and I've tried it since and I just I don't like it Mm -hmm. and so but the thing about being authentic and in the flow is that there are moments in our expansion process when when we need to release certain vibrations and so for nana i feel like there's a dog fight going on (laughs) so for nana um part of her being able to clearly tap into everything right that had gotten layered on her when she was diagnosed with cancer part of her process to find and discover herself more was to let go of a lot of things. We have to stop. So when we go into those crisis moments, we a lot of times stop 90% of what we're doing so we can see what's actually serving me, what's not serving me. Yeah. And so she cleaned and cleared house on all levels and layers Mm -hmm. and smoking was one of those things. And so for Emily, somebody outside of Nana's vibration, to see her now in a clean bill of health and to pick up a cigarette it triggers you because in your mental construct, you're thinking smoking equals death. Yeah. Yet for Nana, there's a component of smoking that brings joy, joy and release. Yeah, relax. And so I heard somebody once describe smoking as um, a, a spiritual teacher describe smoking as somebody who's just looking to te- take a deep, uh, deeper, bigger breath. Mm-hmm. Right. Interesting. But um, so it's the labels that we put on a lot of things in the mental world yeah. that then give us the emotional attachment and that create physical experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the unity plane, so there's this really interesting concept where if we can be very clear physically, emotionally, mentally, and have non-attachment to everything that's moving through us and just move through life um, non-attached, having no mental labeling belief system, no emotional reaction to things, um, then we can flow with life. We can trust in the flow of life through the unity plane and trust that everything that we're wanting to experience is going to bring us more into harmony with ourselves and that everything that is flowing in our environment is there for us to take part in. So this is the really interesting thing because although that is a part of the unity plane, we also have this high self-consciousness, which you've heard of high self before, right? Mm-hmm. So what's your understanding of high self? I, it's a loaded question because everybody has a different, like, go for it. High <laughs> self-consciousness, you're a bit, like, you, you, um, you're so um, self-conscious about yourself. That, that's what I'm feeling. High self. So, yeah. yeah, so when you hear soul, soul, the soul is the individual uniqueness of Emily Daniels sitting across from me. Mm-hmm. High self 
would be the part of you that is connected to every other human consciousness, but that still has your soul vibration as the best interest. Okay. Because, again, your path and purpose here as a human in Earth in 2018 mm -hmm. looks a bit different than mine, but there is this overall human consciousness that keeps us all aligned to the best outcome for one another, right? Mm -hmm. So there's this layer to it that the high self can see how our interactions will um, create the ripples in the pond of earth, right? And out further than that. Um, but yet it knows you intimately. So high self is your highest soul vibration in action, but also in connection to everybody, every other soul out there. Okay. And so um, when we can be, it's interesting because the unity plane um, kind of tells us that if we're a clear vessel, if we're living our authenticity here on earth, mm -hmm. you know, we're clear in our physical, emotional, mental, not attached to anything and just flowing through, allowing our high self vibration to flow through us daily, that everything here is just here for us to play with and to co-create and to create new and to express ourselves through, right? Yeah. Yet, <laughs> in that high self-consciousness, now think of that high self-consciousness being attached to every other human here. There are so many humans here who have not yet cleared all the patterns and belief systems around all of these things that we can interact with. Right. And so we, we have these dueling kind of constructs that we're still trying to trying to um, harmonize and bring into harmony for ourselves. So it's interesting because a lot of people, like we were talking, if we're going back to the smoking, we were talking about um, myself being somebody who's journeyed to Peru and had um, experiences with the shamans down in Peru who do ayahuasca ceremonies. Mm -hmm. They're smoking umpacha, if I'm saying it right. They smoke these cigarettes like one's done and then they've got another one lit in their mouth. And these shamans are like in their 90s, 70s, yeah. 80s, and 90s, and like kicking butt, right? And just the coolest people. And so, but they don't have attachment to the smoke, the inhalation of the umpacha as any kind of negative connotation. It right. actually, what they say for the smoke is they use the smoke to blow the, um, the orc body through the orc body and they release any negativity. So they're constantly smoking and blowing it on you, which for somebody who doesn't like smoke was like horrible. <laughs> did not did not spiritually elevate me, but it was elevating them because of their belief system around it. And so yeah. they had such a strong collective belief system, and we're not um, not uh, how do you say it influenced by the Western belief system that smoking is bad and you get smoke. And so these guys are ripping on these <laughs> smoke sticks and totally living healthy. And there's a really interesting concept about, um, I think Dr. Bizjack talked about it once about um, the, the, I was going to say nurse, the, um, the nuns, not nurse, nun. And um, the nuns who um, would donate their brains to science. And when um, they dissected the brain and did the analysis, um, post-mortem analysis on the brain, um, they'd see that some of these, um, I was gonna say nurse again, some of these nuns <laughs> had like massive tumors that would have killed anybody else. And, um, but, but the tumor had been um, completely uh, uh, um, concealed like and yeah, and and didn't have any effect on the nut. The nut. Wow. I'm not saying it right. Um, and they said this had to do with the the prayer, the belief, the the structure, everything that they were doing in their physical, emotional, mental was so clear that the body was able to contain that component that might have killed somebody else because their internal structure wasn't as clear and living authentically, right? And so mm -hmm. that's why I think us and Michael were talking about this the other day too, where it's like, um, you know, why do some people get sick and other people don't? And yeah. it's all about this, if you can live your authentic vibration, 
the, this is the unity plane. So this is where we get when we're climbing the ladder and now we kind of understand the physical, emotional, mental and we get to this, you, you know, the, the, they call it the soul or the causal body where we start to step into this, who am I, what am I, what's my purpose, mm-hmm. right? Which is this a part of your subjective reality right now? Yeah. yeah. So um, when we get into this, the goal then is to live in this unity consciousness where we then just completely let go and trust that if I am always authentic and I'm allowing everything around me to flow through me, with me, by me, you know, I'm part of it mm-hmm. and flow with it, then then that's going to be what leads you into this next, next level. <laughs> of the latter. <laughs> and so how would you live authentically? How do you live in an authentic way? I would just live life. Don't let things hold me back. Um, don't take things so seriously. <laughs> don't get mad so easily. What if you're somebody who takes things seriously? What if everything about you, because this is a part of my process, I yeah. question everything Right. with divine. Like in, yeah. in meditation, I don't accept anything. And that's a part of my authentic self, and I think that's why I manifest things the way I do. I've created a lot of tools uh-huh. to help people move from the 3D consciousness to 5D or this lower plane of existence to this unity plane, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I've done that in my process was anytime I'd get into meditation, and I had a very distrusting part of my personality, but when I'd be in closed eyes meditation and seeing things clairvoyantly, I would question everything. Anything they I would get as a influencer message, I would then question. I'd say, you better make this show up in my real life. I would question like a lawyer to yeah, the unseen yeah, world out there. And so, uh, yeah. So, uh, so that was a part of my authentic self. So to find your authentic self, I always tell people, like, what are the three things? If you can have three core attributes that make Emily Daniels, Emily Daniels, that are you above anybody else, that just, like, for me, if I am not, um, okay, anytime there's music on, if I can't feel the music in my body and I can't, I'm not, like, wanting to just, like, move my body with the music, with the frequency, uh uh-huh. I know I'm carrying something from somebody else, (laughs) or I know my frequency is not in complete alignment. My physical, emotional, mental, there's something that's not allowing all of those things to bring through my highest, my high self, my highest vibration. Okay. So, and there's, like, if I am not trying to make you laugh or smile at you in a Starbucks parking lot, right, or in, like, the grocery store parking lot, if I can't look at you and I don't want to smile at you, uh-huh. I know there's something that's hanging on to me that's blocking me from my authentic quality. Like, these that are total sense. <laughs> yeah. I these totally are core attributes, yeah. right? So, yeah. for you, if it's, if you usually go home and want to just snuggle with your dog and tell him how much you love him because this was another thing for me. It was like if I didn't look at my dog Chonga and and want to just like pour my heart to him and like hold him like a little baby, right? Uh-huh. Then that there's something inside of me. So it's finding these kind of core qualities that are uniquely individually you. Yeah. And then knowing that if anything's if anything's challenging this, if I am in the car hearing music and I don't want to dance, I need to stop what I'm doing, detach from all external objective re- environmental reality, mm-hmm. and start questioning these internal channels and see what's what's going on, what's yeah. coming in. Do I need to take a break? Am I running too hard? Am I whatever? Am I emotion? Is there something in my emotional body? Am I holding on to something emotionally? Ah. I'm a little bit sad right now. Okay, why am I sad right now? Why mm-hmm. is there sadness? And so you start doing the internal checks. And then this is being somebody who's standing on the ladder mm-hmm. <laughs> in that mental, the half of the mental field, right? And and starting to experience subjectively this unity plane. It's time to start knowing or holding those core attributes. And these things can change over time, but yeah. there are things that are pretty strong, right? Yeah, you could probably pick a few of those for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so holding those and then knowing if anything takes me out of this center, back to my goal last week, 
anything takes me out of this center vibration that's typically me, that's no me, yeah. then I know there's something I need to check into. Definitely. Totally get it. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, so how are you gonna, what are you gonna do next with your ladder, Emily? I'm gonna try to keep climbing up there. <laughs> keep the unity. Keep the unity. Don't let the wind knock you. Yeah. Make sure you have a good person holding the bottom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your dog is not a good person to hold the bottom. <laughs> He'll just jump on it. He'll jump on it. <laughs> Part of your authentic core. <laughs> All right. Well, another great, great yes. week. Thank you so much, Thank Emily. you. Always so much fun. Yes. And, and we look forward to having you guys next week, and we'll be able to talk about some of the astrological yes. signs coming in. And don't forget about the cacao journey we have. There's still um, some space, although it's going to close today. Mm -hmm. Probably by 5 p.m. tonight it will close off. So if you want to do the cacao or the sound journey with us at Walden and you're around our area, um, go on to yourwalden.com and you can still get some tickets today. All right. With light and love. Thank you all. Thank you. Bye. If you're looking to discover more or need a recap of today's show, Subscribe to the Wellness Walden YouTube channel or go to www.yourwalden.com to access the latest content and videos from this show and more. The Wellness Hour with Genesee on Karma Radio every Friday at 11 a.m.
I'm Jonathan Messenger, broadcasting to you live from my home, where I record a kid's podcast with my son, Griffin. John dreams of inspiring other parents to create something with their kids. American Family Insurance is helping to make that dream happen right now. Dad, what else does a monster look like? It was so huge. John's podcast began at home, and your dreams can too. Learn more about American Family's home insurance at mfam.com. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783.